Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu is a ministry, it's events, and it's a podcast, all focused on building community and fellowship around Jesus and great Jiu-Jitsu. We were birthed from a Walking in Truth event called Pursuit. Four of us left one of these men's pursuits and the Lord all gave us the same download to create Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu. We've started by doing local events in North Texas. We're slowly but surely expanding those events to other markets across the country where we bring in professors and instructors. We learn awesome jujitsu techniques. We hear a testimony about the gospel. We give away free Bibles. We offer prayer and then we train hard. On top of this, we have a podcast that has really taken off that we have a lot of fun with. Look us up on all platforms. We love walking in truth and we appreciate the affiliation with them and the covering that they give us. Thank you to all the leaders at Walking in Truth. Everyone at Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu is truly appreciative. Romans 11. Israel is not cast away. I say then, God has not rejected his people, has he? May it never be. For I too am an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham, of the tribe of Benjamin. God has not rejected his people from uh, whom he foreknew. Or do you not know what the scripture says in the passage about Elijah, how he pleads with God against Israel? Lord, they have killed your prophets, they have torn down your altars, and I alone am left, and they are seeking my life. But what is the divine response to him? I have kept for myself 7,000 men who have not bowed the knee to Baal. In the same way, then, there has also come to be at the present time a remnant according to God's gracious choice. But if it is by grace, it is no longer on the basis of works. Otherwise, grace is no longer grace. What then? What Israel is seeking, it has not obtained. But those who were chosen obtained it, and the rest were hardened, just as it is written, God gave them a spirit of stupor, eyes to see not, and ears to hear not, down to this very day. And David says, let their their table become a snare and a trap, and a stumbling block and a retribution to them. Let their eyes be darkened to to see not, and bend their backs forever. I say then, they did not stumble so as to fall, did they? May it never be, but by their transgression, salvation has come to the Gentiles to make them jealous. 
Now, if their transgression is riches for the world and their failure is riches for the Gentiles, how much more will their fulfillment be? But I'm speaking to you who are Gentiles. Inasmuch then as I am an apostle of Gentiles, I magnify my ministry. If somehow I might move to jealousy my fellow countrymen and save some of them. For if their rejection is the reconciliation of the world, what will their acceptance be but life from the dead? If the first piece of dough is holy, the lump is also. And if the root is holy, the branches are too. But if some of the branches were broken off and you, being a wild olive, were grafted in among them and became partaker with them of the rich root of the olive tree, do not be arrogant toward the branches. But if you are arrogant, remember that it is not you who supports the root, but the root supports you. You will say then, branches were broken off so that I might be grafted in. Quite right. They were broken off for their unbelief, but you stand by your faith. Do not be conceited, but fear. For if God did not spare the natural branches, he will not spare you either. Behold, then the kindness and severity of God to those who fell. Severity, but to you, God's kindness. If you continue in his kindness, otherwise you also will be cut off. And they also, if they do not continue in their unbelief, will be grafted in. For God is able to graft them in again. For if you were cut off from what is by nature a wild olive tree and were grafted contrary to nature into a cultivated olive tree, how much more will these, who are the natural branches, be grafted into their own olive tree? For I do not want you, brethren, to be uninformed of this mystery, so that you will not be wise in your own estimation, that a partial hardening has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And so all Israel will be saved, just as it is written. The deliverer will come from Zion. He will remove ungodliness from Jacob. This is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. From the standpoint of the gospel, they are enemies for your sake. But from the standpoint of God's choice, they are beloved for the sake of the fathers. For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. For just as you once were disobedient to God, but now have shown been shown mercy because of their disobedience, so these also now have become disobedient, that because of the mercy shown to you, they also may now be shown mercy. For God has shut up all in disobedience, so that he may show mercy to all. Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and unfathomable his ways." For who has known the mind of the Lord, or who became his counselor, or who has first given to him that it might be paid back to him again? For from him, and through him, and to him are all things. To him be the glory forever. Amen. A couple of really big things stand out in Romans 11. One, it's amazing how... You don't hear this first part being preached oftentimes in the church, uh, but this follows up exactly what we're talking about with Romans 10, that God has not rejected the Jews. God has not uh, discounted the Hebrews. He loves his people. And also, if you read through this one, when it's referring to the olive tree, it brings a lot of clarity. But because Paul writes and opens the door for so much confusion and allows people to 
uh, come up with their own interpretation. But no man can be interpreter of the word. Only by the word itself and the Holy Spirit can there be interpretation. So here, when you're talking about the branches, many people today are taught as if when we... Uh, as Christians, when Jesus came, he started a whole new group, and it's like he planted a new tree. And that tree is the basically Christianity. So the old tree is Judaism, and the new tree is Christianity. And so um, in that new tree... You see all these people that are coming to Christ and they're being grafted into that tree and etc. etc. So they're trying to read this as a new tree, but it is very clear. There's no confusion in this scripture showing how it is the same tree. There's not a new tree. In fact, the other tree in scripture that is really talked about a lot is the tree of Babylon. And the tree of Babylon would be like a new tree. And that new tree of Babylon is actually the, it, he, he calls it the, uh, it's the, the new way or the people who have rejected his old way. Some people have said that it is um, the media, it's a certain political party, it's uh, Hollywood and all their stuff. No, the tree of Babylon is the modern day Christian church. That is the tree of Babylon. Because the tree of Babylon has made for themselves a new name, a new righteousness. They're not putting on the righteousness of Jesus Christ. They're using Jesus' name while they're weaving together their own clothes. And that has been prophesied about with the seven women or the ten women, which are the ten churches or the seven churches who are deciding to ration the word. They're putting, they're baking bread, which is the word of God, in their own oven and they're rationing it out to people rather than allowing them to, to just uh, become full on the word of God. And they're also saying, we're going to do, we're going to come together and make our own plan, our own strategy, our own, our own righteousness, our own clothes, but we're going to use Jesus name. That's exactly what happens with the tree of Babylon, but it's one tree and it is the original tree. It's the tree of Abraham. So when we accept Christ, we are grafted into a tree that is already deeply rooted in God's word, deeply rooted in the truth. It's not a new truth. It's the same truth. God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He does not change. This is the same truth. So, That's the first thing that we need to do in truly understanding where we are. Because it says that um, there are, in the Bible, it talks about multiple awakenings or returnings to God. And this is uh, one of them that is actually being spoken of here that was prophesied earlier by the prophets. 
But it says that the, the last, the final return or awakening, uncovering of truth that's always been there, but it's like it's a, it's a returning to the actual truth, is that the Jews are going to be returned to God by the Gentiles. The Gentiles who don't know and haven't been are going to begin to understand and start following the traditions of what the the Jews were called to do. So the Gentiles who have this new tree are going to understand, no, that's wrong. That's the wrong roots. Think about it. If the old tree is rooted in God, where's the new tree rooted in? Because all of the worldly religions have one, um, one same leader, one source, and that's Satan and the enemy. So in order for true Christianity, true Christianity, this is what the Gentiles understand. In order for it to truly be following what God said, they would have to realize that the tree that they planted is in the wrong, the roots are in the wrong source. And they need to go back to the original tree. Not creating their own new traditions, which by the way are all rooted in pagan traditions, but going back to what God called them to do. And as they do this and they say, oh, this is what God wanted us to do for celebration. This is how God said he wanted us to worship him. Not those ways that are worldly ways, but these ways that God ordained and said never to change and that it would be for all generations. Once they do that, they turn the Jews back to God. And that is a way to open their eyes to who Jesus is because it's the same. It's not different. It's not a new way. That though, Actually, when it's talking about the new covenant, you need to be careful when you read in Hebrews about the new covenant, what words were changed from the original because it's talking about a new priesthood. The new priesthood that's under our high priest, Jesus Christ. Not a new covenant. It is a covenant that came with a new priesthood, but it's added on top of. It's not getting away. It's not doing away with the old. It's layering on top of the old, the new priesthood. So go and research that yourself and dig deep into that. But here's the deal. It says that the Jews were jealous of the Gentiles because the Gentiles were having all of this success and all these blessings and things that they know God was pouring over to them, yet they were not raised in the law. And so the Gentiles then become a obstacle for the Jews. And then the Gentiles, because they have their own traditions, start to come up with their own ways to worship God. So turn back to this scripture where it says, uh, pretty much 25 through 27, when it's talking about how the Gentiles returned them back, <clears throat> they begin to see, oh, we're not supposed to follow our traditions. We're supposed to follow God's traditions that he ordained. And then the Jews see that and say, 
oh, look, now these Gentiles are getting the blessings in their life, but they're also doing the same things that we are doing. It's not a jealousy for, it's now a partnership with. And that should be our goal. And God ordained it and God prophesied. It was prophesied that it is going to happen. So you can be on board with it and understand that there is one tree. It's the original tree. And it is Judeo-Christianity, I mean Judeo-Christianity. Or you can continue to live by the new tree. Where some point you'll find out where those roots are planted. And it's not in God or God's word. So, Father, please help us. Help us to understand. Open our eyes. Open our spiritual eyes to see what you see so that we will know that the path that we're on is your path for us as your people. Father, we want to be your children. And just claiming to be your child is not the same as actually you calling us your child. I pray that for, for uh, those of us who are completely lost and following a new tree kind of doctrine, that our eyes would be open into understanding that this is the same tree that you planted, Father, and that these roots are deeply planted in you and your word, and that the Jesus that we worship, the Jesus that we love and worship, is the Jesus of the old tree, the original tree. Open our eyes, open our ears, and open our hearts that more truth can pour in. I pray for all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. 
and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.